and welcome to the weekly check-in podcast with your host, Tim Prendergast. We're living in very different times at the moment. So each week, let's take a glimpse into the lives of some of our colleagues, finding out a little bit about well-being and how that's being optimised, find out how people are adapting to this new way of living, find out some top tips along the way with some good news stories as well, and a whole lot more. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. Welcome in to episode two of Checking In, and I am delighted this week uh, to introduce to our virtual sofa, Sean Longsdale. Sean, thanks very much for giving up the time today to, to share with us some of your experiences. No problem, Tim. Yeah, looking forward to it. You, you do sound just like a DJ introduced <laughs> this, so uh, well done. You've got into the frame. <laughs> Cheers, thank you. We find you in the southwest of England, is that correct? Yes, uh, yeah, I am. I, I live just uh, about six miles south of Bristol. Um, so, uh, you know, relatively green uh, and countryside where I am, even though I'm not that far from the city. Absolutely. And obviously, I've, I see you quite a lot up in, well, in, in the old days and in, in Triton and, and Ulster and when it existed. But you've been seeing a lot more of, of home in the last uh, three weeks, as, as have all of us. Um, just paint a picture, give us some reflections and thoughts of how that last three weeks have been going in terms of working from home and any potential silver linings from, from that experience. Well, I mean, for me, you see actually lots of silver linings because, as you know, I spend uh, most of my week um, in London or, or travelling and, you know, only typically work from Bristol stroke home one day a week. So the opportunity um, presents itself and I'm kind of grasping it and enjoying it that I actually get to spend um, all week instead, um, you know, with the family and um, in Bristol. So, you know, from my perspective, um, it's working uh, really well. I've not had any issues um, with RAS and I know some people have have. Um, you know, I am on copper in, in the village where I live, so the speed is not necessarily brilliant, but I've, I've found the uh, ability to kind of carry on doing the, the day job um, relatively straightforward, actually. You know, an MS Teams and Zoom and the way we can connect, I think, is really opening people's eyes to the art of the possible um you know forced on us by by this you know very strange surreal environment but i've i've actually enjoyed it yeah absolutely and you you mentioned the the green around and and, and zoom as well i i believe that uh, your beloved dog has made some guest appearances on, on some uh, zoom calls and and so forth um with that though what um, the government's obviously uh, advising us to get out for an hour a day and and, and do some exercise how are you uh, going about that task so um the two things i do a little bit of well I, I do a lot of walking the dog and then i also do enjoy um the occasional run so a couple of mornings a week i um try and get myself up if, if i've not got an early um you know conference call or anything like that and do a run and I certainly certainly at least one day over a weekend i would do do a run um but every day, my regular exercise would be taking, yes, my beloved 
uh, Labrador uh, called Cooper uh, out for um, you know we've got a we've got a route which is about fifty minutes long, or another route that's about an hour and twenty. The 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 hour of twenty is is reserved for the weekends really. Um, but yeah, that's how I'm getting my daily exercise, and I'm fortunate. Uh, very fortunate, really. I, I go across the road, and then then I've got uh, you know fields and farm farmland I can just walk 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 through on a on a public footpath. Oh, brilliant, fantastic. Now it's been a, a a really challenging few weeks for for all I think um, within the business, and hopefully people are going to get the chance to take a breath over the next four days as we head into Easter weekend. Um, I for one uh, have a real aim and aspiration to, to catch up on on some of my uh, my uh, my music collection and just wondering if you'll be dusting off the the vinyl and if you were what would a couple of music album recommendations be that we could maybe uh, rediscover or indeed discover for the first time Sean okay um so yeah hey it's Spotify these days isn't it the, <laughs> day, the days of vinyl um so where would my music taste lie? It's kind of rock, so, um, you know, regular um, artists, bands I would go to would be Green Day, Stereophonics, Oasis, Killers, um, you know, bands of that nature. Um, so if I was to pick out some albums, um i mean really anything by oasis but definitely maybe or morning glory as albums would be um you know well worth um listening back into um um just enough education to perform by stereophonics um you know so many classic tracks on that album american idiot um the american idiot album by green day um so yeah you know the, the, those those would be regular plays on my Spotify list. My word. And like one of the, the premises and aims of this podcast, Sean, is to maybe um, allow us to, to perhaps see um, leaders in a slightly different light. And I'm sure by revealing that um, uh, music taste is certainly in light <laughs> a lot of us. Yeah, I, I, yeah, possibly. But yeah, no, I mean, I've, I've, I've seen... Uh, Oasis in concert a couple of times, Killers a couple of times, uh, Green Day once, you know, U2. Yeah, so so anything of that kind of nature, um, right up my street. Ah, fantastic. Um, I guess we should take this opportunity a little bit to, to talk business and, and keeping this in uh, as the, the very proactive, positive podcast we aim to be. There are some incredible stories amongst the the challenge and adversity at the moment both of um us uh, as a business helping out um customers um, but also um as teams collaborate and, and really show their true colors as well and just wondering if maybe for the next couple of minutes you can focus in on on your part of the business and any real good news stories that you can share with us yeah i mean clearly the team i mean in first instance you know, supporting the clients, you know, I mean, so many teams, so many, uh, you know, client facing teams are, are literally inundated with very urgent uh, liquidity requests from from clients um, that are going to need support to get them through the next the next few months. And, you know, what the, many of the structured finance teams are involved in it is exactly that. And, you know, where we don't necessarily have 
um, it, you know, client needs ourselves. We've been loaning people, um, seconding people to other teams like like the hotels team, the care team, uh, and and some others to to make sure we're, we're we're lifting things off people's shoulders and spreading spreading the load. Um, and I, I suspect we're going to have a continued peak um, environment where we're working through these requests, some of which are not straightforward. They're quite challenging for the next uh, four to six weeks. Um, but I think the other thing I would just call out and where I think it has brought communities ever closer together, um, the engagement I'm seeing between uh, front office and our risk colleagues, um, you know, whether that's on the daily COVID working party where we're working through all sorts of challenges and different aspects that you need to begin to think through um, on how to mobilise around C-bills or CCFF or the forthcoming Clibbles, uh, which is for the larger companies, whether it's thinking through um you know some more technical aspects on uh realization waterfalls or feve or forbearance um um you know restructuring handovers so there's been some terrific close working i would say with our risk colleagues and obviously you need that ever closer uh, collaboration um on the on the client requests as well um, but also, you know, I'm just seeing great collaboration, working through how we operationalize around C-bills you know, with, with internal legal, with, with middle office, um, because, yeah, everyone is impacted here um, in, in making sure we can deliver the client requests and, um, you know, get the money and the liquidity flowing and the documentation in place um you know rapidly um yeah. so yeah uh, you know i think what uh, what really really impresses me is just how you know so many different teams are coming together with that common purpose to deliver for our customers uh, you know during these extraordinarily challenging times um you know and we are fortunate you, you know for the vast majority of people in the bank, you know, we we are fully employed, um, you know, making these things happen. And I'm, I just, you know, re, you know, like to remind myself and colleagues that, you know, there are plenty of employees of other businesses that have now been furloughed, are in a far more uncertain environment. And I know speaking to, I was speaking to, two CEOs of businesses, you know, late last night, half eight, one of them wanted to, to call to discuss their requirement. And I've spoken to another about eight o'clock. If you're also the business principals and the founders or CEOs or CFOs of those businesses, they're genuinely worried for, you know, the future viability and ability to carry on trading over the next few months. So, so these are, these are, you know, real life, you know, um, business world challenges that, you know, we're, we're dealing with at this moment in time. And, you know, we are in a privileged place and an even more privileged place if we can actually deliver the goods for these for these businesses uh, that's going to see them through these few next few months. Yeah, absolutely. It's been fantastic to observe and hear the stories of um, our team sort of, yeah, 
galvanizing behind that purpose, as you say, to keep these fundamentally keep these businesses alive. So thanks for, yeah. for bringing that to life. But a part of a part of that, and a, a, a significant piece as well, is making sure that to have the ability to, to do this, we need to be looking out for ourselves. In the last uh, couple of weeks, well-being has rightfully been you know front and center of a, a lot of the communications, and it's a a great pleasure to be working alongside you as senior sponsor and, and well-being. And I thought it'd just be apt to maybe finish off this podcast if, with any words that you want to just reiterate. I know we had the CCB talks on Tuesday, or any sort of tips for for the team um, just as we head into Easter and and go into the next phase. Yeah, and and it's not before time, is it? I know you would you would feel the same. You know, the importance yeah. of well-being um, is universally you know um being talked about and recognized and uh, you know my wife works in mental health she works for the primary hospital so you know she's she's getting up and going to work every day so you know there's lots of people um you know having to turn out and continue to care um you know at this moment in time as well we shouldn't shouldn't forget that because uh, you know whether it's Whichever form of well-being we're talking about, it, it needs it needs addressing and understanding at this moment in time. Um, I think you know we covered a lot of this on CCB talks earlier this week, but we do just need to take care of ourselves and make sure we are um, you know building in um, an appropriate amount of time for ourselves. You know, making sure we're getting exercise. Um, you know and taking up taking a break and as i said you know maybe i've been overdoing it because there has been a it's been a hell of a busy two three weeks since we entered this period and it, yeah. and it's easy to get lost in that um you know so i i have good um i have people looking out for me at home um which i'm very very fortunate and grateful for um you know we we've we've but we we just have to have our own self-consciousness to to get up, walk around, you know, make sure you you leave the laptop um, every now and then, get out, get the exercise. And I would just say, you know, given we are approaching um, the Easter weekend, you know, a massive thank you to to everyone um, for for the dedication and hours they are investing in keeping the show on the road, uh, in in ensuring we're doing everything we can for our clients. Um, and hoping, hoping everybody does have a, a super, a super Easter weekend and, and has some time to take a break from it. Brilliantly said. Thank you so much for your time today, Sean. All the best. Keep up the fantastic work and uh, we'll catch up soon. Thank you, Tim. Cheers. Thank you. So there you have it. Thank you so much, Sean Longsdale. Who would have thought that I was potentially sharing the mosh pit with Sean Longsdale at Oasis Live at Wembley in 2009. Wow, the things we find out on the weekly check-in. Hey, thank you very much, everyone, for listening. I do hope that you all have an opportunity to get a safe and restful Easter break. And we look forward to picking up again, hopefully next week, where we get an insight into the life and times of our Chief Operating Officer, Chris Fellis. Until then, though, everybody, take care of yourselves, and we'll catch you next time.